Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, broadcasting to you from my guest bedroom, practicing this social distancing we've been preaching here on these airwaves, and you have heard uh, from every outlet, I am sure. We're in this together. We're going to get through it. Coronavirus will someday be in our rearview mirror, uh, but right now, our most capable tool in combating this is discipline and good information. Discipline uh, because we need to uh, stay put. Uh, this social distancing is a real thing. There are vulnerable among us. You and I, well, we're of course healthy. <laughs> uh, you though and I have the capability of transmitting uh, this coronavirus to some of the more vulnerable folks, okay? So uh, the best piece of advice I have thus far heard is that instead of acting as if we were trying to prevent ourselves from contracting the virus, we uh, might better serve society by uh, pretending we have already contracted the coronavirus and uh, doing what we can to prevent uh, spreading it uh, ourselves. So you see how that little exercise works? You pretend that you're already a carrier and do what you can to uh, remove yourself from circumstances and situations and behaviors uh, that might transmit it to someone else. That uh, is the biggest reason for this uh, social distancing under which we uh, are finding ourselves today. Listen, nothing is immune to this coronavirus. I can remember on these airwaves just a few weeks ago, uh, and I threw out the question, do you think this will have any impact on the Olympics? And if I'm honest, uh, some of the folks I uh, made that or I put that question to, they looked back at me and they said, Lee, come on, let's can we focus on what's serious in front of us here? Uh, there's no way it's going to touch the Olympics. Those are forever away. Uh, we're going to get this under control. Well, we have learned from members of the International Olympic Committee uh, that they are certainly talking about it. The official word early this morning was that four weeks from now we would get uh, the official word as to whether or not the Olympics of this year uh, to be held in Tokyo, Japan, uh, would be pushed back. Scheduled right now to begin July 24th, Pioneer Day. How about that? <laughs> and my beautiful wife's birthday. Uh, anyway, the word from International Olympic Committee, IOC, was that, or and is currently, that we will find out in about four, uh, in about four weeks. Now, we have also heard from a former member of the International Olympic Committee, uh, a gentleman named uh, Richard Pound, he told the USA Today this afternoon that the Tokyo Olympic Games are going to be postponed and that the IOC has decided that there will be a postponement and that postponement will likely push the Olympic Games to 2021. 
and that the details of that postponement will be worked out over the next four weeks. He expects the IOC to uh, make some further announcements now. Now, that's interesting. That's not typically how big giant organizations like uh, the International Olympic Committee make their information known. And so you have to understand that. Uh, you have to, uh, take for a, with a grain of salt because there's a chance that this gentleman, uh, this former member of the IOC, Dick Pound, uh, is not exactly up to speed, but he has been right thus far, and he has maintained a good relationship with the uh, committee as a veteran member himself. Uh, so we shall see. I think right now, uh, in an abundance of caution, it's probably a good idea. In fact, uh, that'd be following suit with the decisions made by a pair of nations, including Canada and Australia, uh, those nations each having decided that regardless of the decision by the International Olympic Committee as to whether or not they will be hosting the Olympics in 2020 or pushing them to 2021, uh, that they will not be participating in the Olympics this year. Uh, let me get you up to speed, fill out some of these details. Uh, ABC has been following this story very, very closely, and there are a few details I want you to hear. Australia and Canada are out, announcing they will not send their athletes to the 2020 Summer Olympics in Japan, citing fears about coronavirus. This comes as the Japanese Prime Minister admitted his country has no other option but to consider postponing the Games. We spoke with American track and field Olympian Eric Kennard, who's on board with postponement. I believe the best thing um, for all parties involved is for the Games to be moved into 2022. So we may be without the Olympics this year. Uh, Australia will not be sending a team, as I mentioned, and you heard from uh, Mr. Holmes there, will not be sending a team to the summer's uh, Olympic Games in Tokyo. Australia, Australian Olympic Committee CEO Matt Carroll uh, made that announcement. The Australian Olympic team could not be assembled in the changing circumstances both here and abroad. Now, this is a heartbreaking thing because uh, to cancel a nation's involvement in the Olympic Games, of course, means that every athlete competing under the flag of that nation uh, will be left out of the contest should it go on. Yeah. And so uh, here, here is uh, that CEO, Australian Olympic Committee CEO, Matt Carroll, talking about the desire held by many of those athletes to still compete. The athletes desperately want to go to the Games, desperately want to represent their country at the Olympics. They also take on board their own personal health, but also the health and well-being of their fellow athletes around the world. Last word on this comes from President Trump, who said he spoke personally to Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe about it, uh, but doesn't know what decision will be made. There are options, obviously, including delay and maybe delay for next year, but that's totally up to them. We'll see what they do. So we will see what they do. The highest of likelihoods, if uh, uh, Mr. Richard Pound is uh, anyone to be trusted. Again, veteran International Olympic Committee member Richard Pound, uh, he told the USA Today that, in fact, the 2020 Tokyo Olympic Games are going to be postponed among this coronavirus pandemic. Uh, be before I had heard word from Mr. Pound and uh, his prediction and uh, his assertion, rather, I spent a little bit of time uh, kind of cruising around Twitter, collecting some of the comments made by various Olympic athletes. And if I'm honest, I was a little bit put off by uh, what they had to say. Certainly in the face of what the Olympic Committee had to say, which was, we are going to think about this uh, very hard over the next four weeks and make an ultimate decision then. I think that's a pretty fair statement to make. I think that's a pretty fair position in which to put yourself as an organization. 
the Olympics is a massive, massive deal. Now, coronavirus certainly is, is a larger deal, but the Olympics, there is really no other uh, Olympic event, or rather athletic event, except maybe the World Cup, that has uh, such an impact on business and the movement of people around the world. It deserves a lot of time uh, to be debated and discussed and ultimately decided upon. And uh, the unfortunate sentiment I heard by so many of the athletes today uh, was that the Olympic Committee was being irresponsible and that to leave them in limbo for these weeks uh, in the midst of their training, not knowing what will happen, uh, was unfair, wrong, and mean-spirited, and that it was uh, that they were deserting uh, both the emotional and physical well-being of those athletes. I really have to say, uh, come on, guys, suck it up. We're all in this together. We're all making sacrifices, and we're all doing the best that we can, including the International Olympic Committee, all right? They have a lot to consider, and you might be uh, a better ally in that decision if you uh, were to just hold on a little bit, be patient, and give uh, this organization the time it is requested to make uh, this incredibly important and consequential decision. Uh, that's the last word on for today. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk about uh, an interesting little uh, fund. A little, There's a pot of money sitting in Washington, D.C., which some are proposing could be used to pay for this uh, battle we are waging against the coronavirus. I'll talk a bit more about this round three stimulus plan, see if there have been any updates uh, when, from when we first started talking about it today. That's coming up here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.